Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 84 of the Church Leadership Podcast, and we are excited about our conversation today. Before we get to that content, I want to remind you uh, to go over and subscribe to our podcast using your favorite podcast listening app or to YouTube. You can hit subscribe to YouTube and hit that little bell. Be notified every time a new episode is uploaded, and uh, we'd like for you to rate our podcast as well, and you can do that really easily ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. And uh, if you wonder why we want you to rate it, it's because it helps us to get the word out about our podcast. And if you're new to our podcast, man, welcome aboard. We're glad you're here. We hope you like what you hear. And certainly if you do, share it and let other people know about, uh, about the help and encouragement that you've received. Our goal every episode and every conversation is to encourage and equip leaders in the local church. And we know that is going to happen today. So here is today's conversation. Thank you for joining us this week on our episode of the podcast. We have not only one, but we have a few special guests this week. We have uh, some guys that Mark and I get to spend time with every single Thursday. Uh, we, we get to uh, talk about life and ministry and uh, our, our, our ability or lack of ability to lead uh, a church and follow Jesus. So we're thankful to have uh, with us Cody Hale from uh, Alabama, Bo Hamilton from Alabama, Justin McKay from Denver, Colorado, and, and Ben Posey from Leroy, Alabama. Uh, so I just had to say Leroy. One That's, time. Right. That's right. So, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast with us this week. Good to be here. We're leaving. Hey, how did Ben get the, his city named and, and me and Cody did? That's right. Well, you know. It must be his hairy legs. More peons. Hella digger. Well, Hella we, Teladiga, <clears throat> we are, we're glad to have you guys on this week. Uh, Mark, do you want to kind of share with everybody kind of the reason we asked these guys to be on the podcast this week, other than they, uh, they agreed to pay us a lump sum. Up front. <laughs> That's right. So. Actually, a couple of them have been on our podcast solo episodes. That's true. That's true. So, uh, so these guys uh, are part of our pastor's huddle. And uh, so let me explain to you kind of what that is. So every, every Thursday, really, we meet, gather together via Zoom. Obviously, we've got, we got people all over the state of Alabama and then Justin in Colorado. <clears throat> and so it's kind of like a, a discipleship group for pastors, really. That's what it is. And so we get to uh, learn from them, and uh, hopefully they learn a little bit from us. And uh, we just get to do life together, even over distance. And uh, we've we, uh, been sharing life and prayer requests and accountability for uh, the better part of a year now. And uh, it has been fantastic. I know, Andy, I don't want to speak for you, but I will. Uh, it has been such a joy to, to be with these guys week in and week out and learn from them and see how God is, is using them and growing them. So uh, we thought <clears throat> since we're get, meeting with them every week and we're encouraged all the time by these incredible leaders, we thought what a great opportunity for our listeners to be encouraged by them as well. Yeah, we are encouraged. We're challenged. We laugh. Uh, yes, I mean, we we've, we've shared uh, some, some tough things together and prayed for each other. So it's, it's awesome. Uh, it, You're watching it really backs the smirks you see. 
the yeah. smirks are going on because we had a a lot of laughs actually this morning before we recorded this podcast. Absolutely, that's that's just kind of typical. As a matter of fact, uh, these guys are so committed to this group. Ben, who is actually traveling today, will kind of be in and out. He's uh, he's mobile today, so. Uh, so he'll pop back in in just a minute. He's probably in a bad cell phone coverage area. But these guys, uh, week in and week out, Mark, we're we're thankful to get to to do life with them, and get to know them, call them brothers, and uh, we we love them dearly. And we wanted what we wanted to do today is to talk about the value of having relationships like this in your life, uh, guys. If you're in ministry, or ladies, if you're in ministry, you need guys. You need guys in your life. Ladies, you need some some godly ladies in your life. Uh, whether it be inside or outside or both of the church that you're serving at, you need, you need people in your life who will pour life into you, invest in you, encourage you, but also hold you accountable. And that will help you grow, not only as a person, as a spouse, as a parent, but as a leader in the church. So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today, how something like this is not only beneficial, but it's really necessary. Right. It's not just a, if you get around to it kind of thing, but once you begin implementing the discipline of putting yourself in this position to, to do life with others, you'll see it is, it is necessary. I mean, it is, it is life giving, but also it is such a blessing to pour into others and help encourage, encourage them as well. So we want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, first one, guys, uh, just as, as you would like to answer this question, how has uh, being in a huddle like this, being in a, a small group of men who are committed to follow Christ and to, to do life with you, how has this helped you in the areas of being a disciple, uh, being a husband, being a father, and even being a pastor, being a church leader? How, how has something like this helped you? The first thing that comes into my mind um, is as a pastor, and I've been a vocational minister since my 15th year, and so the, you're always pouring out and you're always investing in it, and, and we're passionate about doing that, and I'm passionate about doing that. Um, but I think maybe even in ways that I wasn't aware of, I think I was doing that from a depleted tank. And when you're trying to pour into others from a depleted tank, it's, it's not very effective. And so one of the things that this huddle has done for me over the last year is it's really helped to fill my tank and, um, to, to, to invest in, and I think you said, Andy, pour life into, to us. And I, I've certainly sensed that. And I, I feel like I've, experience that and I think too it's given me a brotherhood um, a group of guys that are kind of going through some similar trials and some similar traumas and difficulties and experiences Um, and and I think having that brotherhood I I don't really open up easily um, but I've I've opened up about a number of, of pretty pretty raw things over over the last year things that I've experiences that I've had and struggles that I've faced and, I, and so what I've realized is it's not just filling up my tank, it's emptying my tank of the bad things, of the wrong things, and then having, having the, the right, right things poured into those things. And I think, that, I think that affects my joy when I come home as a husband, as a dad. I think it affects my ability to be able to minister to my people more effectively. Um, and I, and I, I have found in me a, a rejuvenated sense of, all right, so what's next for us in ministry? What's next for us as a church? What's next for us? Um, but what's, the, what's the next step that we're going to take? And so all of those things have been extremely exciting for me. Yeah. I'll echo what, what Cody kind of said there. Um, 
in a lot of ways not one of the probably the, the better aspects of it is uh, as far as being a, a you know on the husband father side of it uh, you know this is one of those positions and callings that it's not a nine to five when the, when the five o'clock comes you take this home with you and I, I know that like many of us our, our spouses carry some of that load with us our, our kids carry that load with us and um one of the interesting things that I found through this huddle is um, instead of going home and having to put that load on them, I can put it off on you guys, uh, you know, and, you know, and it's a load that we all share equally so that I can, it, it frees me up uh, when I get home, that, that burden kind of is, is there, Hey, what I'm going through is, is very similar to what Cody or, or Justin's about to go through or, or what Andy and Mark are going through. And so that's, that's an encouragement, uh, you know, that, that you guys are all walking through this with me and it's not just me and my family. So when I go home, I'm more liberated, more, more free to be myself and, and, and have a good time and, and I can relax better and, and kind of because of this. So that's something I found at least. So which makes me a happier dad and happier husband and means the wife can put up with me better for sure. Ditto on that for me. Absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm thankful for this group as uh, probably our audience doesn't know. But before uh, becoming a church planter, I was a worship pastor for over a decade, and so this year before planting a church in Colorado is kind of a gap year. And so I'm having to pivot and learn some new stuff. And and this group has been so helpful for me to be uh, with other pastors, other lead pastors to kind of learn from you guys and then kind of catch up and kind of get a head start of some of the kind of the heaviness of what I'm about to walk through. And so learning from you guys, taking notes from you guys has been really super helpful in this gap year as I kind of pivot and just kind of my mind, um, mind, you know, my mind has kind of shifted and this group has helped with that. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, we, we definitely, when we talk real here, you know, it's real talk and, and um, that's the beauty of a, a group like this. We get to um, discuss things that are, that are challenge and struggle, like, like all of you mentioned, and potential struggles. And so, um, Justin, as a former church planner, man, if I had a group like this before I planted, um, I mean, my church probably still would have failed, but I, I would have been a better person because of it. But Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, you know, just, just agree. And I, I kind of got on as Bo was talking and just that, that understanding of having that freedom to discuss situations and issues, but, uh, and, and to unload some things and talk through some things with you guys, but also a lot of just listening to, to hearing, realizing that, um, not alone, you know, we're all, we're all dealing with the same stuff, even in different situations, circumstances, um, but, but we're all doing ministry. It all involves people, maybe different kind of settings, but it, but it all involves people of all involves the gospel and keeping that primary and keeping our focused, uh, where it needs to be on making disciples and just that reminder. And I don't think we do, you know, since I've been in ministry, there, there hasn't been enough encouragement in the disciple making process for pastors to do that. I've received all kinds of encouragement for preaching, all kinds of encouragement for pastoral ministry stuff. But as far as walking someone from new birth in Christ to maturity, it hasn't been a lot of that. So being in a group of guys that uh, 
our hearts are the same. That's why we're together, to sharpen one another, uh, to be better disciple makers and better priority. Uh, that helps because there's so much discouragement. That the disciple making process is messy. I mean, it's, uh, uh, I say a lot of times, like having kids, you're going to get, you know, if you got a baby, you're going to get poop on your hands. And so disciple making is, uh, is messy it's, it, and hard. And you got to stay consistent and you got to persist through difficult circumstances. And, and I think this group has helped me do that. And even with a group that I had established before I got in this group, um, it's helped me be a better mentor to those guys uh, as well. But uh, but as far as specifically with life and kids too, I, and I kind of jumped around, I missed a few of the conversations before, but um, you know, as far as wife and kids, I mean, just, just that, in, you know, with having that, understanding of being in the same room with other pastors and knowing I'm not alone, that, that does something for me when I go home, mm. you know, when you feel like you're by yourself in your job. You feel like you're the only one that sees what you see, then you're discouraged. And so the encouragement that I've got from this group, like Bo was saying earlier, it helps me go home and be a better dad, be a better husband. And, uh, you know, because when you can get encouragement at work or in your ministry related settings, you're a lot better to give encouragement in other settings. And I think that's been huge for me um, through this process. So, um, Yeah, that's good, yeah, man. That's one of the great benefits. Here's what I want to ask you guys. <clears throat> how big of a role has this group played, or how big of a role do you think a group like this could play? But how big of a role has this group played in your spiritual health as we have gone through COVID-19? So for those listening, we, we were meeting before the pandemic hit, and, you know, two or three months in, that's when all this shutdown happened. And, you know, you know the rest of the story. But for us as pastors, I mean, we, you know, we had things changed by the minute. We talked about that in this group, you know, over the last year. So how big of a role has this group uh, played in your spiritual health as you lead a church during COVID? So uh, for me, and I think you guys know me enough to know that, you know, I kind of process through some things a whole lot faster than everybody else, like emotions and things like that. And everybody else kind of just sits down and while they're still processing it, I'm like six months ahead. And that's one of my, always one of my personality flaws or whatever. So one of the things here that I noticed was hearing from, from you guys, like I was ready to even ready for for the group itself to kind of get ahead of it. And, and uh, man, hearing, hearing you guys help me reevaluate, slow down really take some things into consideration and rethink it and pause and so i'd say one of the greatest things about rubbing shoulders with you guys even though it's through a screen is um it helped me stay in a better track record and be a, a better more effective leader instead of doing what i you know wanted to do and things like that i had to really sit back and, and really say okay um here's other ministers in the same situation i'm in this is their thoughts. I need to really consider it, taking that wisdom. And so I was really appreciative since none of us have been, you know, I, I didn't get the pandemic textbook in school. I don't know if you got it or not. Uh, so walking through that, it, it really, really helped me, I think, be more stable, be more relaxed. Uh, and, and, you know, on top of that, you know, when you're relaxed, your spiritual life is going to be relaxed as well and uh, caused me to pray a lot more. So it caused an effect there. It, it helped me um, in a lot of ways rely more on the Holy Spirit's leadership. And, and you know, it was very calming. And, and 
seeing seeing you guys going through the same thoughts I was having and, and all that just was just very con, uh, stable, uh, which which made me stable, uh, which I think was good for my church. And so, and of course, you can take that, you know, stable in the family and stable in the home life and help me not be nervous. And of course, when I'm not nervous, I cut up and my sense of humor comes out even more. So, you know, that helped out. So, but anyway, so, so that was a huge help. And I can't imagine trying to walk through this time period, this past year, without having a group to, to walk with, you know, with on that. And, and so now it's, I'm very appreciative of what we had here and, and just, um, man, really thankful for it. I mean, it really, uh, it really helped. And, and through that, I was able to help other ministers kind of who, who aren't in a huddle, uh, kind of help them walk through some things too and ask some important questions and make them rethink some things and also encourage them. I don't know, hey, what you're going through, I know of at least four of the guys that are doing it and one church planner who's, who's struggling right now because he's, you know, in that time period to learn and getting ready. I, I said, so you're not alone. And so it, it wasn't just good for me, but all those other ministers around me as a result of this huddle right here. So That's encouraging, Bo, considering some of the things that you've brought to the table for us to, to talk through and the situations you've gone through. Uh, some scenarios that none of us would imagine in seminary having to, to endure. So thank, thank you for sharing that, man. I, I think for me, spiritually, this has been so good this, this whole year. Uh, you know, sometimes as you process stuff, it's not good to process this with people that maybe you're leading uh, because they don't understand the seat that you're sitting in. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I'm not in that seat quite yet, but there are some things that I have to process and make decisions on and figure out, Hey, where do I stand on this as a leader, as a pastor? And, um, it, I think this group has just been good for me and my soul just to kind of let those things out in a safe environment. And you guys pushed me to Jesus, pushed me to the gospel, pushed me to God's word and also say, okay, here's some things I'm processing. Am I crazy? You know, and just to hear like your encouragement, pushing me to God's word. And uh, that's been really good for my spirit. And oftentimes pastors don't have that outlet. You know, they don't have a group. It's just them or their wife. Uh, and, uh, and they don't have a group to vent or share these things or process. And th that's been really good for my soul. And I think every pastor needs to be in a group like this or have some kind of person that they can trust to kind of just share these things and kind of bounce some ideas and some struggles off um, because it's good to get it out. So that's been good for my soul this year. One of the things that I've appreciated is that you guys are having a hard time. And uh, that doesn't sound uh, especially kind, but I think before I thought I was the only one having a hard time uh, with, with a lot of these things. And so I think a lot of what this has done for me is it's normalized the struggle, especially when you're going through something like COVID-19. And when the struggle becomes normalized, it's not nearly as overwhelming and it's not nearly as scary, right? I mean, it just seems as part of a normal pattern, a pattern of ministry. And so being able to hear you guys talk about the issues that you're facing in your church and being able to relate those to the issues that we're facing in mine. And even more so hearing how you're coping with those things and the uh, emotional distress that they're bringing you and the difficult, it makes me not feel like such a loser, to be honest with you. Uh, when I, when I hear you guys talk about those things. And one of the things that I noticed in our group that I really appreciated is it seemed like on different days, 
someone that there might be a different person that was that was low and the other guys were able to to pour into them and and bring them back up and then the next week it was somebody different um and and i think that's the the value of really having such a diverse brotherhood um from different walks of life different places in ministry different experience levels uh, different size churches that were able at different points to invest in one another and I think it brought me spiritual vitality and I think it improved my emotional health. I I think there was for me a win all the way around and it really comes back to just the brotherhood that I found with you guys. I I would, that everything that everybody has said of this point is rang true for me. I I mean, just echo every one of you guys and what you said so far. The, The one thing I would say on top of that, that has made all this even more, uh, beneficial during this time is the fact that we were able to be consistent mm. every Thursday, you know, uh, even if it was a zoom call every Thursday we were meeting when everything else in our churches were up and down, are we meeting this week? Are we not meeting this week? Or how can we meet and logistics? I mean, we didn't have to deal with those logistics. We just, we just met, we showed up, we met every Thursday and in the midst of this pandemic, with all the chaos and changing from week to week, especially early on, the consistency of this group meeting was probably the most beneficial because all the things that we've mentioned so far that was going on with hearing each other struggle, being able to encourage one another, uh, being able to see how other people were dealing with the pandemic. I mean, I I swiped our entire, uh, basically our, phase for re-entering worship from Mark. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I stole stuff from you guys and um, was good, but it was the fact that we could do that every week and we didn't have to worry about, you know, how are we meeting, how many people are there, the fact that we, you know, and, I, and I'm not a Zoom fan. I'm not a video conference person. I, I, I'd rather be in person, but in this moment, in this pandemic, that has been the most beneficial thing for me is that we could just keep meeting week in week out and we had that encouragement every week we had that we had that learning experience every week we could be uh, we could express our doubts and fears every week and so that was huge uh during this pandemic is having that consistency um every week so that's what i appreciate most found the most helpful during this time well mark uh what about you Right, let me ask you, how has this group helped you? How has this group encouraged you? How has, how has this group impacted you and your walk with Christ and how, how you, you lead? Well, listen, Andy and I, I know, have benefited as much, actually probably more uh, than any of these guys. Um, and when we put this group together, so, so Andy and I both have benefited from being in a group like this, being led by somebody else. And, um, uh, and so the, I guess the assumption is, okay, well now I'm leading. And so I'm going to need to encourage, but the truth is we get as much or more encouragement every single week. When we put this group together. We really had no idea. We, we knew a couple of these guys before, uh, but we had no idea that God was, was uh, bringing together a superstar team, man. And, and the, the level of leadership in this group has been just off the charts. And so, I feel like I've, I feel like I've cheated because, um, you know, people ask me, you know, about things that I've done in the middle of COVID and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, it's not mine. I, I stole it from my huddle. I mean, these guys, man, these guys are rock stars. And, and so I'm just taking what they're doing. So I, I have been encouraged every single week 
even though I'm, I'm, I guess, supposed to be the encourager, I, I'm the one receiving encouragement, um, not just through ideas and, you know, way to do ministry, but really and truly exactly what these guys have said. You know, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a band of brothers that you're walking into battle with. That is what this group has been for me uh, week in and week out. And I know they've got our backs. I mean, you know, I know because we pray for one another uh, in the times we're not meeting. And I know when I go through a struggle, they're praying. And, uh, and so for me, it's just been a blessing um, and it, kind of a surprise blessing. Not that I didn't expect to be encouraged, but I just, I just did not expect God to use this group uh, to teach me so much this year. And he has, I've learned so much. Yeah. The immediate, uh, not just friendship, but the, the kindred spirit, the like-mindedness was, was obvious early on. And it has helped me. It has helped me tremendously during this season. Uh, Bo mentioned that none of us have gone through this before. So all of us were going through this together and we were, seeing, yeah, these guys are experiencing some of the same struggles, some of the same heartaches, some of the same frustrations as, as I am, and able to talk through these things together. It's just been invaluable uh, to, to me personally. So uh, I just wanted to kind of close our time out together by saying this. If you're listening today, if you've never been in a group like this, reach out to Mark and I. We'll put a, a link in the show notes of how you can reach out to us uh, if you are a leader in the local church and all you're doing, as Cody mentioned earlier, is just investing in others and pouring into others and you don't have someone pouring into you, uh, you're going to get tired. You're going to get burnt out. You're probably going to want to give up. Uh, so let me encourage you, if you need that, reach out to Mark and I. We'll be able to help facilitate something like that. And as a matter of fact, we'll be starting another huddle next year. Maybe, uh, maybe you might want to be in our huddle next year. Who knows? But it's vitally important for you to have people in your life that you can uh, pray with, that you can share and, and trust them with important things. Uh, I'm, I'm, I use language, give people permission to speak truth into your life. So, and that's, that's happened in this group this year. We've given each other complete permission to, to speak truth and to sp speak silliness as well. But uh, it's, it's been a overwhelming blessing for me. These guys are I mean, are phenomenal leaders, mainly because God is working in and through them. It's evident of how God is growing them as a follower of Christ. And their, their vibrant, ongoing relationship with Jesus fuels all of that. You can just see how God is using each of them uh, to lead in their context, and it's fantastic. And we know a lot of you who are listening, maybe, maybe you need somebody like that in your life. So we, we want to encourage you to prayerfully consider being a part of that and how this, this is helpful. Well, I'd say, you know, one of the things that to consider is uh, just as we've never been through this before, we've also never been post-pandemic before. And as, you know, Mark and Andy are kicking us out, uh, you know, there's – there's That's right, multiplication. That's what they're calling it. Excommunication is what it feels like. Uh, just, <laughs> um, no, there's going to be a whole new group of guys that, you know, possibly listen to the podcast that they've never been through what we're about to go through. And so having to having a huddle like this going through that, I mean, we're not out of the woods yet. And right. this is all new water for every church leader and every, you know, everybody on staff and every volunteer. Well said. Well, listen, man, it, I mean, like every Thursday, this has been a time of encouragement for me. And, 
And I know those listening, Andy, have been encouraged and equipped to better lead the local church. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you, fellas. Hey, thank y'all. Yeah, we love you so much. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app.